You're listening to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Welcome back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. Coming to you live from um, Arizona. The living room of Juandi. That's right. We're finally here. And uh, we have taken... What do you mean we're finally taken, here? Well, yeah, it's it's been... We've tried to record a few times, but this is, I think, the official start of our new season. Mm-hmm. The new restart, I guess, where we, you know get back into it and we have made sure to make it as seamless and easy as possible we we have a better setup this time and it's a bit more comfortable and uh, we're just here to have a conversation with you you know just have some fun chill out talk about life absolutely (laughs) i felt like you weren't contributing as much and i was like just shut up and let her talk (laughs) i mean you did a good job yeah the vibe director came to me and it's like you need to talk less. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Hootie. Thank you. <laughs> the vibe director. Yeah. Now he, he's he's admonishing me. Now, right now he's like, yes, he's like, play with me and give Wendy some time to shine. Okay. <laughs> Wendy, how are you doing? Doing pretty well. Oh, I am enjoying nice. this beautiful day with my beautiful fam. Oh. In a, our lovely corner of the world, and I'm just excited to be here with you to give you some updates yeah i mean we have been giving some updates here and there on the few episodes that we've been recording while we you know just getting ready in our new life mm-hmm. uh, setting s- settling in uh but the long story short is we're here now in the u.s we're residing in tucson arizona we love it here the weather so far has been pretty great we're waiting for summer embracing but so far, <laughs> everything is being really, really good. Yeah. Um, we got a beautiful dog and uh, renting we're doing a, okay. a great renting house. Renting a great house. And uh, yeah, we're living the life that we were envisioning ourselves to live, mm-hmm. which is really great. And that's all we're going to talk about it. <laughs> if you want to learn more, you can ask, you can send some questions or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I think we've been talking too much about it. So. Today, I want to talk about something fun. Let's just talk about, you know, what's what's happening in the medium, in the ether that people are enjoying. And one thing that we have been enjoying for sure mm-hmm. is watching... The Last of Us. Yes. Which uh, is a show that I can tell you I wouldn't have picked out if it was just, if it was up to me. And I wouldn't have watched it if it wasn't for you. But yeah. I'm glad, you know what? I'm glad that we did because it is a ridiculously exciting and well-written show yeah the acting is incredible yes the storyline is based off of a video game the whole show is based off of a video game and it may i mean it doesn't go it's not one-to-one as far as how closely it follows the video game right it's pretty close pretty close compared to other adaptations it's one of the closest adaptations Mm -hmm. like almost like completely faithful but it also adds yes. a lot more layers and it's 
it's made the storyline so rich. Yeah. Yeah. I've never played the game, full disclosure. I haven't played many games, <laughs> but I imagine that this one is very involved and yeah. emotionally draining, I would say. Or, I mean, a lot of people, it's a genre that people enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's kind of like an evolution of the point and shoot game, you know, mm -hmm. where you're trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic world. Uh, zombies are taking off in the, over the earth um and uh you know it's it's a genre that has been evolving for a long time if you haven't really heard anything about the show it's hard to believe because it's been everywhere but uh it is basically what would happen if a fungus uh yeah we're getting some feedback from our <laughs> uh manager yeah producer the producer is, is uh, <laughs> definitely not happy with my <laughs> my explanation i would say he's squeaking in agreement okay that's okay. my take on it okay long story short the, the the show is basically uh revolves around what will happen if this fungus that exists that is real that takes mm. over ants and and manipulates their brains and their muscles not just in them. the game, like it's actually. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah, it's it's a real thing that world. happened. Like, uh, yeah. research it is is really really fascinating. Uh, what if that fungus actually evolved to infect people? And I mean, the most obvious thing that this fungus would try to do is you know spread and survive. So that would mean trying to infect other people. So uh, basically, humanity is taken over by a fungus that makes people into fast zombies, which is one of the most scary concepts that I've ever seen. Um, and it's it's just so interesting to see how the writers have explored this idea of like, the world is, you know, completely in shambles and humanity has to learn to survive with this constant threat. But also humanity can't trust itself anymore. So it's kind of like, the uh, nature is reclaiming the world and we are now like being phased out mm -hmm. uh and uh, there's a lot of horrible things that happen because when when we are pushed to our limits i guess we're pushed to become more primal and 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 do less civil things but going back to the show it's just fascinating and and the way the 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 writers have expanded on the already existed existing uh story of the game they didn't just decide to make it one-on-one -on -one. and it, that would have been still a really great show they decided to expand to explore the stories of other characters to to give a different dimension and i think that is the best way to adapt a show and like what do you think uh in terms of so what you've seen so far, because you only have that perspective. I I haven't played the game, but I know a lot about it. Mm -hmm. But I, I think it's fascinating. How about you? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like this kind of game is something that I probably never would have played or even heard about. Yeah. Um, If it hadn't been for the show yeah. and you getting me interested in it. But the way that they help help you relate and connect with these characters is brilliant i think that the way that it's acted and also written really makes you feel like you're 
you're there in yeah. every episode and you grow attached to learning about the past mm-hmm. of each character and how why they're reacting and why they're surviving the way that they are in the mm-hmm. show and um it also just it's very moving like the yeah. way that each episode is orchestrated yeah. i don't think i've ever watched a post-apocalyptic show or movie like this one yeah have you seen anything like this it's like a lot of it's you know action-based of course and there's a lot that happens in the show that is action-based and you get a lot of great zombie shots and stuff like that but the selling point of the show i would say is the characters and their relationship to each other primarily the um the two main characters I guess there's one main one main character in the game, right? No, they're both main. Or they're characters. both, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the relationship that you follow throughout the story is beautiful how mm-hmm. it unfolds, and it's treacherous and it's heartbreaking. It's raw. It's raw. Incredibly raw. Yeah. Especially what we saw in this last episode, which yeah. is, uh, uh, we we're recording this the day where the season finale comes out. We haven't seen it yet. But we're definitely going to talk about that next next week. Mm-hmm. Um, what we saw in this the episode uh, episode seven uh, no no episode eight the last one the last one yeah the the, the one that came out uh, last week that doesn't mean anything for you guys because you don't know what pre <laughs> what finale pre finale yeah, yeah. Um, it was such a devastating experience because like what what we've seen so far in the show is kind of like all the worst aspects of humanity expressed throughout um, all the... Like, it's it's just how... It's just disheartening to see people revolving, devolving into animals, I guess. And there are some people definitely that are trying to keep their humanity. And the great thing that I, I think the show does is explore how it's not just like, you know, black and white, of course, mm-hmm. Um one of the main, ca- the main characters, Joel, he admits that he's done terrible things to survive. And uh, probably a lot of other people uh, in the show have had to do terrible things. Ellie also. Oh, they have. Yeah. They have. Yeah. They do what they have to do sur- to Not survive. Not anyone who's survived this period in time has a yeah. clean slate. Yeah. It's hard to find that kind of person. Exactly. But it is it is not shown with, you know, a, a perspective or, or rather... It's not trying to show what's good or bad. It's just like, this is what happens, mm, you know? Mm, that's a and, good point. And uh, in episode seven, which is the episode, the, the week before, we actually saw, uh, or, or episode six, I think, when Joel was attacked by this uh, raider, uh, just people who were trying to raid a place just to find things to survive. Um, and he, they had to kill him, and he was gravely wounded, and then he had to like Ellie had to take him away, try to take care of him uh, to help him to survive. And we learn in this last episode that this person, of course, he was a father. Uh, the person that uh, was killed was a father, and and there were people who loved him who really depended on him. And now they want revenge. And uh, one of the leaders of this group, um, I mean, I don't want to uh, go too deep into what happens, but. He kind of wants to 
make amends with Ellie, but then he doesn't, and he turns out to be a horrible human being. Uh, and it's also another aspect of what you would find in this kind of uh, society. Um, but it is... I appreciate when you show me the raw humani humanity uh, without judgment, you know? And I think that's one of the things that show has done so well that people have connected with. And seeing Ellie just like going bananas on this man uh, because of their alert. fear. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, I guess. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, but that's that's what we've been watching. We've been enjoying this show uh, a lot and we can't wait to actually watch the season finale and see what they're going to do because I think they don't have... There's still too much material to finish the show and there is a part two of the game that contains a lot more things that happen. Uh, they're probably going to do it, uh, adapt it too because it's, it's just making so, well. so much money. It's doing yeah. so well. Every single actor in that show is just fantastic and, and the director. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's a testament of how good the show is that we wait for the episode to end and to watch the behind the scenes just to see what the director and the, the writers share about tell, the episode. And you can tell in those excerpts at the end of the show, I love those the best because you can see how much passion um, each contributor yeah. has for the show and how, how much they're putting into it. Whereas there's a lot of other garbage out there that's being mm -hmm. released that you can tell there's yeah. zero passion behind it. Yeah. But this one, on the other hand, it's just another story. Yeah. So highly recommend. Yeah. If you have any thoughts or feelings on the show, yeah. don't hesitate to share them with us. Yeah, let us know what you think about what we what we uh, said that was right, what we said that was wrong. Just let us know. Uh, by the way, the show is available on HBO Max. We're not sponsored by HBO Max, but um, that's where it is. And uh, yeah, check it out. It's amazing. And uh, with that, I want to talk about... Now that the um, Mr. Manager is here and he's... He wants us to move on. Yeah, he wants us to move on. He's just staring at Wendy straight like, he's like come on, let's go. this boy off the subject. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, it's so funny because like we're looking at him and he looks, he looks so funny. He looks so funny. He got a haircut. Yeah, we got him a haircut. No, we gave him a we haircut. Gave, yeah, we gave him a haircut. And That's we right. may have cut all of his hair off. <laughs> he has oh, a buzz cut. He, oh, well, I mean, that's not okay, the case. Okay, not, not He's that really short. short. He is a poodle, standard poodle. Poot, poodle. 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 A poodle. And uh, he's a, you know, large dog. Very floofy. Very fluffy. At least. He used to be. He used to be extremely fluffy. We we took our sweet time to, you know, groom him because we didn't have the money. Yes. And, and, and we, we wanted so. to see what the process was like, you know, yeah. like, hey, maybe we could, maybe we could do this pretty easily and, you know, save some money. And he's also not very comfortable with strangers yet. So that's also a process that we are kind of hesitant to begin so we decided to buy our own clipper set and we took him outside for a couple of hours yesterday. Juan was very handy with the clippers, but he definitely went short. Oh, We went short. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that he is such a nice manager, <laughs> but I think he would have been really upset if he if he could talk. 
Like yeah. he looks so skinny. And when we got him, he was He was a thick boy. He was a thick He's boy. He's thick. He was a thick boy. But now we I mean, he could stand to lose a few pounds when we got him. And now we know, like, he's not chunky at all. No. We can see that bod very well. Yeah. He just looked at you in agreement. Yes, yes. I think he's happy. But it's just very funny because we left his head and his tail. Yeah, (laughs) same length. The same length. (laughs) So he looks like a little ferret. It's so funny. His legs look like sticks. Oh. And it's just very sad. We were shocked. (laughs) I thought, like, oh, my God, he looks so skinny. Like, is he, like not eating well we were we were feeding him at least i was feeding him the amount that you know we were recommended to feed him mm-hmm. uh and it's not like we run with him or anything he's not working out that much but he looks so skinny yeah it's it's hilarious it's hilarious <laughs> it's really funny not I, that he looks malnourished no like it's just so different so opposite of what he looked like yeah. with all of this hair he was turning into a floof, like he could have been a little, like a fluff ball yeah. with two eyes. But we just shaved him down. He's yeah. ready for the warmer weather. Yes. And he's looking silly and skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I think he actually appreciates being able to just make us laugh and feel good I'm by sure. looking at him. And we pet him a lot. Yeah. Honestly, the dude had the best grooming session oh, dogs yeah. ever asked he was just for. laying down homeboy just laid down the whole time he had his belly scratched i was constantly petting him because that was my very important role in the grooming session juan did all of the clipping yeah. i did like two seconds and i called it a day <laughs> <laughs> and juan was like perfecting every stroke i was trying to okay so i, I was like okay <laughs> if i'm gonna ruin this at least i'm gonna make sure that is evenly ruined you know Pretty darn even. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I did. There are a couple places like his (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. And he just went, he went hard until all of his hair was Yeah. I okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a few a few tips if you're going to also, you know, groom your own dog. Yeah, groom your own dog. First, uh get a good machine, get a good uh clipper. Don't cheap out on that because you're going to regret it. Yep. Sorry we, about that. We, yeah. <laughs> um, second, make sure that your dog is comfortable, you know, just laying down. If you, if he can be on a table, like raised, where it's easier for you to work on it, that would be better. That would be ideal. But don't have that. So yeah. had to do it on the ground. Also I'll, do it with someone else. Oh, have an assistant. Yes. yes. An assistant scratcher. Yes. And uh, look on YouTube how to do it. It's not that hard. Make sure to make sure your dog is bathed and clean and yes. brushed out. Yeah, brushed out for sure. Because otherwise the clippers would just get stuck all the time. Jam even more. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Then your dog is gonna look so cute and he's gonna be a good manager and then not gonna fire you. <laughs> <laughs> right, manager? He's the super manager. The super yes. super manager. Yes. That's a good boy. You can't see it, guys, but he's he's a green. He's giving me the Nice eyes. Oh, he's gonna burp on oh, my face. Oh, don't. Oh, <laughs> don't don't burp on me. Oh, and also he ate his own hair, <laughs> and we was... could not we could not what? stop him from doing. That. Okay, here's the thing. He hasn't pooped his hair. He hasn't pooped out his. I don't hair. know where that this hair was is. only yesterday, so he might poop it out tonight because he hasn't done his second daily poop. He doesn't want me to talk about it. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's embarrassed. I like, think that he's gonna have a couple hairballs in his future. Yeah, he's turning into a cat 
Maybe he thinks he's a cat. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> happening. What else is happening in our life? Well, um, we are in the process of the thinking starting. of buying a house. Oh, yes. Yes, a house. A house. Well, me. okay, that that was that's not true. We are no, we basically are in the just very doing a research. Yeah. Stages of research, exactly. Phase one, knowledge. Okay, let's talk a little bit about millennial problems because right now buying a house is effing impossible. Yeah, yeah. How can you afford anything anywhere? And it's got it's gotten a little bit better too since yeah. at least since what the beginning of the year or the beginning yeah. of la um last year marginally yes yeah yes but yeah so so we've been just you know throwing numbers doing some research here and there learning because this is the first for me this is the first for you i guess too um and uh yeah it's 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 really disheartening just like logging in going to cielo or whatever website so you go and and finding some beautiful houses and then like yeah you're never going to be able to afford that <laughs> because the numbers just don't make any sense and Man, if I if you're a millennial out there, you only have one income. Oof, we feel for you. You feel, we feel you better for be next. working at the oh top. You must be a CEO. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, you yeah. have to be. You have to be um, a developer. Yeah. Working in Silicon Valley. Yeah. And still, you can probably not afford anything because working in Silicon Valley means that you have to live there, and living there means that you're gonna have to pay at least five thousand dollars a month in rent, which is ridiculous. How can you afford that? You can't. I guess with a salary of $300,000 a year. But still. <laughs> you see how the numbers just don't make sense? It makes my head hurts. It makes your hurts. head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All your heads. All my heads, yeah. <laughs> but luckily, we are in a location yeah. that where it is possible to start looking and yeah. planning, not making the move right now because, yeah. again, impossible. Yeah. But we can start working towards that in the next yeah. year or so and actually have the income to pay for rent that's not much more than than buying or not yeah. buying, but renting an apartment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be, it's very likely it's going to be a little bit more, but it's going to go into your equity, which is better. You're paying yourself instead of paying someone else. Right. And like if you, he approves. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, uh, If you want us to talk about, you know, all the details of how to properly finance a house, like all the preparations, we would love to talk about it. Let we'll us do know our research. It. Yeah, we'll do a research and we share a research. Uh, if you let us know an email. Uh, but the long story short is that we are trying our best to build an emergency fund and then build a down payment that allows us to get a loan so we can afford buying a house set with a low interest rate and uh, a mortgage a mortgage payment that is, you know, at least or at most 33% of our net income, meaning that it won't be more than a third of our of the money that comes in every month. Uh, and it is absolutely doable. You have to be very diligent, very, very, um, you have to prepare a lot and be very strict with your expenses. Uh, it's just not like when you think about how it was five, 10 years ago, 
is really unreasonable. It's, it's like, how is it that owning a home has become so such Out a reach? Yeah. Uh, and and the, the options are so limited. But if that's what we have to do, that's what we'll, we will do because that's, that has been our dream for the longest time. And, uh, you know, we're here for that. And the question, one of the big questions is where do you want to settle down? And that's not something that we've actually settled on quite yet. Yeah. We're in a great location where there are lower prices and we could envision a future here, although we have I mean, you have not lived through a summer in Arizona yet, yet. so you're in for a treat. Yeah. Uh, he heard treat. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind of treat, bud. Um, but that's something that we would have to decide on in, you know, the next year and go from there because that's a determining factor on how much we can pay, what yeah. we can afford, and where we see ourselves for the next 10, 15 years, yeah. ideally 15. Yeah. So if if you're in that position too, I would say the best thing you can do is get an idea of what other places have to offer, for, offer to you. Mm -hmm. It's really hard when you're working and you have to ask your company for PTO and you have a lot of other things going on. But I would say just getting a feel for other areas, um, whether you live in the U.S. or what wherever i think that's a good place to start is just gathering more information getting to know people making those connections so you have more familiarity um and alongside doing the research too crunching the numbers like you said yeah it's all very important and it helps you feel more confident in your decision making as well yeah there's a lot of great resources out there that can educate you on how to prepare um prepare your finances and, and build a lifestyle that can make it happen. You know, uh, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube. There's a lot of stuff on, uh, Google. Uh, I will share some of it. Some of the things that have been helpful for us, uh, down in the comments, uh, or the description of the podcast. Uh, but for now, we're probably going to continue talking about this, uh, because this is a journey. It's a long journey, but it's really f uh, fruitful. And I think, just talking about it, it's going to help other people, you know, find a way to figure this out because we all have to figure it out together. And it's also pretty, it's important that you just step away from it, like, and give yourself that moment. It's like, yeah. hey, I'm close to becoming a homeowner. Yeah. I didn't think this was possible. Yeah. I thought I'd have to wait another five or even 10 years for yeah. this to happen. So just digesting that and kind of enjoying every step of the process is is a really cool way to take it all in. Yeah. Very important. And just yeah. being grateful for it as yeah. well. Yeah. Because not long ago, we were in positions where we weren't even together. We were on opposite sides of the world. Yeah. Um, coming from very different backgrounds. And we for you especially to become yeah. a homeowner in the U.S., that's... That yeah, it's feel... a big, big step. And yeah. it, it, has it has come really, really soon, much faster than we ex expected. I couldn't thankfully, even imagine how things. that would feel for you. It's a dream. Mm -hmm. It's my dream. Having that peace. Like, this is where you are, where you belong, you know? And that's something that, like I said, we're going to continue talking about it. The manager here is saying that we need to close. Wrap it uh, up, peeps. Let's wrap it up. So thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful conversation on this lovely afternoon in Tucson, Arizona. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd love to hear if you have any questions or suggestions or anything. Just say hi. Just say hi, whatever. Just, just you know, say something to Juanli. Just like, hey, thank you so much for talking with us uh, or to, to sharing this with us. Uh, it was really nice. Uh, we're our, always trying to meet yeah. new friends and make connections that's something that we're passionate about yeah. that we want to keep doing throughout our life because life is all about making relationships that's and right it can go and we have a lot of things to share with you guys and we will throughout these weeks as we continue to you know uh get used to our new lives here yeah so write to us at don't tell my grandma podcast at gmail.com and you can also find any other uh, more ways to reach out to us in our website at journeyforwisdom.com. Uh, we will be back next week. And Fritzy will be here too. So you can always write us and you can always write to him as yeah. well. Yeah, write to him. He's the one who checks our, our mail first. Yes. He approves of everything. He's our social manager as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everyone. Much love and peace to you. Oh. Peace. <laughs>